to, fi- to finish on that question, Don, players that I don't trust, right? Shall I finish or not? <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I wanted to say. <laughs> it just likes to make white food on. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Three Amigos FBL show. I'm your host, FBL Marple, and alongside me as always are my amigos Mars and Dale. Joined tonight by our guest, the player competition winner, that is Peter Gray. Welcome to the show, Peter. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. You, um, of course, correctly identified this voice. I'm a football player. As being the voice of former Ajax, Fulham, Man United and Dutch national team player Edwin van der Sar. How did you guess that it was Big Ed? I am, of course, FBL Marple and a big Agatha Christie fan, so I'm hoping to be wowed by your deduction technique on this one. Well, initially when I heard it, I thought it was actually Flo from Chelsea. And then the week later, I heard it again. And you said that Dale got closed with Yapstam. Oh, yeah. And as so soon as I heard angle, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And as soon as I heard that, I knew it was going to be him. So. Because oh, a lot of people, uh, there was an awful lot of Dutch players actually um, picked before Van der Sar, which is kind of why I picked them because a lot of it, people, I think, forget about the goalkeepers a lot. They're kind of the forgotten species on a, on the forgotten position on um, on every team. But um, you're very welcome, Peter, and I'm looking forward. We're looking forward to hearing your FBL thoughts and um, and getting to know you a little bit on tonight's pod. Um, first of all, like tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been playing FBL for and how this season and in particular double game week 34 is going for you. I've been playing about eight years, but mainly just doing mini leagues with friends. And then uh, this year I joined Twitter to try and try and get ahead of them. And I kind of got involved with overall rank. And now I'm kind of like totally into that. So it's kind of I've kind of kind of gone away from mini leagues a little bit. And uh, this year I'm at 250k. I've dropped about 100,000 places in the last seven weeks. So I'm not doing that great, but I'm confident with um, Game Week 37, Kane, True Triple Captain, that I can uh, bounce back. How is Double Game Week 34 going? Is it a has it turned out to be a bad one, like a lot of people seem to be experiencing? Yeah, it's not going that great right now. I've got about 59 right now, but I took a minus eight, and so uh, 51. And I've got, I think, seven players left, um, eight including Alonso, but I don't think he'll be playing. So. Yeah, he's he, he's hurt a lot of people because uh, obviously they were keeping him around for the double, and uh, yeah, he's burning them. But uh, why? I'm trying to place your accent. Whereabouts in um, in the world are you from? Um, I'm uh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Very good. Excellent. We're we're kind of 250k is quite good for um definitely myself and Dale would swap places with you with you any minute any day of the week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> quite good. Quite good. Yeah. Peter, it's Peter, it's it's a it's a good idea for me like to get my get my dig in on myself early before Mars has a chance to do it. But uh, <clears throat> hey, yeah. I haven't said anything for a few weeks. Peter, 250 is like high high heights in this in this pod. If, if they took me out anyway. 
Now, well, right, welcome and well done on guessing uh, on guessing the the player. You did well there. So, welcome, welcome yeah. to the show. Yeah, and uh, tell me, Mars, um, how has Double Game Week 34 been going so far for you? Yeah, I can't complain. 74 points, uh, minus four. But my minus four was um, Boomerang and uh, who did I take out? Oh, Mustafi. And I brought in Long, thanks to you. <laughs> you think so, but I just saw four million there. Um, Long and uh, Kane. So, I mean, to be honest, winner, winner. Chicken dinner, all the way, um, at the moment, anyway. Um, no, you know, for me, it's all about the mini-league. And in my mini-league, I've actually... So, since we started... This is going to go into my rant of the week. Since we started thinking about chips around game week 25, I've halved my rank. And I've gone from fifth to first in my mini-league, which is all my always has been my plan to basically attack my, attack my mini-league. I'm one of the only... The only one in top five that captain Kane. Everybody's gone Lukaku. A couple of triple captains on Sashes. So for me, this game week, especially tonight, was was brilliant. With Kane, Son assist, nobody had Son, uh, and Gross gain. So basically for Liverpool, Spurs draw points. For me, I get points everywhere. So I'm I'm happy so far. And I'm still looking, I'm still confident that I can um, hit over the 100. Which is not bad in relative because, you know, here, here comes my rant. Everybody's complaining about a double game week. But everybody's doing bad. So just enjoy it. It's, it's a laugh. We said from the beginning, it's going to be a rotation minefield. And 37 is not going to be any better. Because by 37, everybody's going to be relegated, safe. Top four is going to be sorted by the looks of things. City are going to be having a party. It's going to be, you know, if he doesn't play Foden and Diaz and whoever now, when is he going to see if they're ever good enough? He might not, but... My point is just enjoy it and go with the flow, man. Relax. Everybody's just too hit up about this game week. Enjoy it. I think we could probably use a song there, Mars. <laughs> no? Don't worry. I haven't got one for us, no? About a thing. Everything's going to be all right. No, the, my game week is actually going nicely. I didn't take any hits. 69 points. Ali being arrest, rested tonight wasn't ideal. But um, having said that, I mean, these things happen. And uh, that's pr- like I've Zaha did nicely. Kevin Long, of course, did nicely as well. And my bench boost has um, has given me so far 13, 13, 14 points so far. Yeah, but who, who do you have on your bench? Be honest. I have Carius, Chamberlain, Lascelles. And Nocton. So I didn't do what and what annoys okay, some people where yeah. load up the bench for a bench boost. Um, yeah. So they, I got Carrius in as my free transfer um, ahead of the game week because I wanted to have him as my bench boost and also ahead of um, so I can play him in blank game week 35. And um, so that one has worked out quite nicely, even though there is, of course, a possible option that um, the clock might bring Mignolet in. But I can't really see that happening. No, um, I can't. He, he wondered that. Yeah. He will keep. He will keep the centre backs and carry us because he wants stability at the back. Yeah, the consistency. I, I think. See, the, uh, yeah, the full backs yeah. is a different thing, but I think yeah, the centre backs and keeper. I think he'll leave. But um, yeah, no. So going good. Sixty nine points with how many players have I got left? I have four, five, six. I've only six players still to go, but I'm quite happy with that now. Um, and like I said, I think if we break the 100 in this double, I think um, everyone will be very happy if you manage to break the 100. 
but um, fingers crossed I will. Dale, tell us um, how did you get or how are you getting on in uh, in this game week so far? Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. It's been, it's been good job you came on an FBL podcast, so it's terrific. I took a, a minus, I took a minus ninety-seven and a half, and it's not worked. <laughs> Who could have foreseen it? I'm on, I'm on the command say, uh, and it's just not gone well. I think I'm on about forty points, something like that. I ain't even checked. As soon as I seen Brighton had scored, I was like, I even checking. <laughs> yeah, so but, uh, still got uh, the tackle captain to go, but yeah, I'm not expecting much now. Who'd you captain, Lukaku? Is that? Yeah. yeah same as yeah. Like uh, Peter, who did you captain this game week? Uh, Kane. Kane. Yes, so we've two Kane captainers and two Lukaku captainers. Yeah. Um, I'm telling I you, tomorrow's about Rashford. Rashford's gonna spank it tomorrow. You keep on saying that every week, and some week, some week, you can write, as we always say. Uh, he's a uh, he's he hasn't done Someone's much for you since you got him in. But... <laughs> what are you talking about spanking? I said someone's going to spank it tomorrow. <laughs> are we still talking about football here? Yeah, uh, so let's. Job, so. <laughs> Uh, so lads, let's let's move on. We of course the the main topic on everyone's lips is to do with the blank game week and kind of how people are going to be set up for this coming weekend. Um, last week, of course, everyone was it was all about the double, but um, this week it's all about the blank. Um, only six games are taking place in game week 35, with a lot of teams who are so sought after due to their doubles in game week 34 blanking this game week. Uh, for those with a free hit chip, it is easily solved. But for those without their wild card or free hit chip, they may feel slightly ill when they look at their lineup for game week 35. I did see actually um, FBL Fly, I think it was, put up a shot of imagine if you logged into this and you didn't have a free hit chip. I think you'd like two players that were um, that were playing in in 35. But um, first topic of conversation, I want to actually look at this kind of two scenarios people with the free hit and people without so um first let's look at the people without a free hit ship to play that's um myself and myself and dale for 100 percent uh their reasoning for transfers this game week will of course look beyond just game week 35 to the three remaining game weeks to come as well um mars give me players and or teams at each position who you feel offer the best value for those managers and how many hits would you advise as being reasonable yeah, so teams, I mean, non-free hitters, obviously, if if you didn't have a free hit, you would have been, well, hopefully you'd be planning. Otherwise, you're going to have a nightmare when you look at your team, or you already had a look, had the nightmare when you looked at your team. But, I mean, listen, I'm not going to say anything here that is going to rock people. It's, you know, you need City players, you need Liverpool players, um, and you need uh, Arsenal players. The good thing about it is City, Liverpool, uh, sorry, City and, Uni- and Arsenal and United, uh, City and Arsenal have a double game week to follow. Um, so the players that you invest in, you can have for double game week 37. And they also have, well, I mean, City are City, they have a nice fixture against West Ham. We'll talk about the rotation at City. Um, uh, Arsenal have United and then a nice double. So those are the teams that I would look at. Obviously, a lot of people would have had Burnley players because of the double game week and then the fact that they're cheap. Um, so, you know, Burnley is, is another option. 
I've seen a lot of people with with uh, Arnautovic. Why not Arsenal are not keeping many clean sheets and West Ham are pretty much a one man team at the moment. He's he's doing really well there. Um, and then the last team I would say is Palace. Palace are really surprised me actually. To be honest, I did not expect anything from them under Roy Hodgson. But the way they're playing, they even played well in the games and scored in the games that they lost against the big teams. And now they they winning. Um, games. I know it was a derby and they probably were up for it more than any other game. But the, the likes of Zaha Milo, Milovic, or Mili, let's just call him Mili, um, they cheap and a lot of people seem to have them. Hits-wise, I think you want to be at about eight to nine players. I think that should be fine. A lot of players will not have 11 players. So if you've got like seven and you can take, you, you know, you can do two transfers for a minus four, uh, that's that's Absolutely fine. I think if you're anywhere near eight to nine players, you should be fine. I wouldn't go any more than a minus four, mainly because 35 could just be as much of a rotation risk as 34. You've got Liverpool, have got the Champions League. You've got City. We don't know what's going to happen. And then the other teams, you, you know, teams like Everton and Newcastle, they're safe. Watford, they're safe. We don't know what's going to happen or if they're going to turn up or not. So think about players that you know are definitely going to play. Palace, they still need the points to stay up. Um, apart from that, to be honest, apart from Palace, um, the certain players, the, the rest, it's a gamble and you, ha- you need to be ready. Uh, Boomerang is a player we know will play because he's one of the only players in the Arsenal team that doesn't play in Europe. Uh, Peter, for those who have no free hit chip and who are kind of going to have to hold on to those players for, or going to have to look a little bit further ahead, um, is there anyone that's kind of caught your eye that you you would look to to get in and keep in? Um, I'm looking at well, obviously I'm free hitting, but people that are not free hitting, I think like Abamyang is like a must. Obviously, because he, um, he's got a double in 37 as well, and um, I want to get well, I'm going to get Sterling this week, but in 36 I'm going to get Sterling back because um, even though he's a bit wasteful. Yeah, yeah, and he gets into some serious. A lot of he does. He is wasteful, but um, but he does get into a lot of good attacking positions, and he has return points regularly. You know, um, as much as he's a bit frustrating when you're watching him sometimes. But um, yeah, the the Man City question. We'll actually get on to that in a little while, so I might leave that one for now. But um, but I know that the Man City, the potential rotation, or people wondering who's going to play and who's not going to play for these these coming games. I look forward to talking to you about that later on. Um, Dale, um, what's your, your course in the same situation as myself? No free hit ship. Um, what, what are you looking like in players-wise, first of all, for the for 35 so far? And are you planning on taking any hits for it? I don't need to take a hit. I don't even need to make a transfer. I've got 11 players. So I plan quite well. Um, it, I am a bit short up front. I have only got Chris Wood. But I was actually, you know, I can, I've got Lukaku and Kane. So, you know, I can move either of those across to someone else. Um, like maybe Jesus, now that Aguero's out, or Abamyang, as has been mentioned. Um, so yeah, I'm actually in quite good shape. Yeah, good stuff, Dale. Yeah, I've got 10 with my free transfer taken, which will be, um, I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating bringing in Gundongan for Old Brighton. Um, for and that'll leave me with ten blank gamey players, and 
I think that they're all they're all looking nice then for the run-in. So um, that's that's my that's my current plan as as we are as we stand at the moment. Um, of course, then lads, the free hitters the, for those free hitting right now, and uh, we have two of them on the pod. Um, they're looking at only game week 35 as their transfers will be reversed ahead of game week 36. I think we sometimes wrongly assume um, people understand that, but um, I do see a lot of questions coming up in Twitter and on to people asking, oh, well, what happens when I press my free hit chip? So we kind of can assume that people do understand it, but um, I wanted to give people a little bit of information on it. All transfers given ahead of the game week where a free hit chip is active get reversed, whether that is before or after the chip is activated. Also, you begin the next game week. So in this case, it'd be game week 36, but only one free transfer, even if you had two free transfers coming into 35 and then hit the free hit. So, um, lads, um, I'll come to you first on this one, Peter. Um, we want to look at basically the ideal lineup for those free hitting managers. Um, there will be a lot of, there'll be a lot of similar looking teams, triple Liverpool, two or three Man City, Arsenal players with a smattering of Palace and Burnley options. And of course, then there's uh, the one-man band from West Ham, um, Arnie, or one of the Newcastle or Everton players. But um, what players do you see, Peter, as being essential for free hit teams? And are there any kind of under the radar or differentials that you like to look at for 35? Well, currently, well, I've made a, I've made a team and I've changed it about 15 times already. But I've currently uh. got, I've currently got three Man City and two Liverpool and one Arsenal. And then I've got a couple from, you know, a couple from Newcastle and Arnie. Um, I really like the look of J-Rod, but I can't really fit him in ahead of my other three strikers. But he's returned three in the last four, so it's not bad. But I guess it depends who um, who's going to play at the back for Liverpool. If it's going to be rotation, it might be worth actually giving him a shot. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's looked very well. Um, J-Rod has looked excellent and Liverpool let's face it we know that um, we've of course myself Mars and Dale are all Liverpool fans so we know that like they they can frustrate at times <laughs> defensively but, didn't, um, didn't J-Rod didn't J-Rod score uh, at Anfield in the cup I knew familiar but I see him you know I, I have this kind of thing where I know players that have scored against us I don't know when they scored but I had this bad mm-hmm. feeling about them yeah I think he well, must I have mean, Listen, West Brom, West Brom this season have drawn at Anfield nil-nil, beat us in the cup at Anfield. So it's not going to be an easy game, um, not at all, not by, by you say all you say that every you say that every week, Mars. <laughs> I'm just stating the facts. But <laughs> We're I think unbeatable. It's a good shout. I think it's a good shout from Peter. I agree with him about you know when you there's a lot of other forwards that are better on form, but J Rod is a very good shout. Um, yeah, the uh, uh, we'll come to you, Ashley Mars, and what 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 players is there anyone other than J Rod, um, FBL Pask, Mr Walker Porter, and Prashant um, Tuari were looking for the essential players, so um, wow them with players not named Salah, if you don't mind, Mars. Well, listen, Boomerang should be the first name on that team sheet because we know, as I said before, he's definitely going to play. Um. So he's 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 for me uh, is absolutely essential. Um, apart from that, it's really difficult. So I can, like, you look at City. Jesus is definitely a player that is interesting me right now, especially with Aguero out. And I think City are going to turn up this week at least to have a party and win it in style in their ground. 
I know they won it already, but they want to, you know, put on a show, right? So Jesus becomes a, a great option. Now, Pep could troll us all and go and decide to go with uh, Sterling up front by himself, for example, right? Jesus has just played a couple of, you know, a few games in a row and he's just come back from an injury and he's a young kid and Pep does that. Um, so you have to be careful, which brings me to my next point. Whatever you do, I think this, this game week, you must have a strong bench. A bench that you're happy for them to step in if any of your players, the big players, don't play. Um, so, you know... Uh, I'm, I might actually keep you on that. So um, there, there was a listener question, but we might actually come to it now um, to do with the, the size of the bench. John G. Grifters United was asking... Um, with the free hit, would you still pick 15 from available sides uh, or risk one or two total bench fodder players to free up funds? So would you rather go big with starting lineup or would you like to have as kind of a round, as rounded uh, a free hit team as you possibly can? When I first started, just like Peter, I also had many good. I really enjoyed playing the free hit. It's quite fun, actually, just transferring as many players as you want. It's literally a wild card for for one game week. Um, I started by going big everywhere and actually had 3.9 and 4 players. But then I just looked at the fixtures. I looked at the players that I really wanted and where I can fit and what formation to play. And then I realised, like, there's the big chance that Salah, Firmino, Sterling, Sane and Jesus don't play. Right? There is. Let's be honest. So if, <laughs> if all these guys either not in the squad or don't play and I don't have a bench... I'm screwed. So, therefore, I decided that I'm going to still, go, you know, go big in my players. I, I have three City, two Liverpool, two Arsenal, a uh, couple of Everton, Palace, uh, Burnley. But my bench is players that I'm more than happy for them to step in. And I'm actually worried that they might score well. But you know what? It, it is what it is. I don't have a bench boost. So, I have a playing keeper and three players that would definitely play. I think are... are actually definite starters versus I'm not sure I'm not 100% Jesus will start I hope so and I think he will same with Sterling same with Sane same with Salah Salah is, is a question mark like I said I don't think the West Brom game is as easy as people think but I can see why Klopp would risk this game versus resting players for Rome spot on Mars. thanks Mill sure John will be very happy with that one and hopefully he'll, uh, he'll be giving you his thanks tomorrow on Twitter um, the Dale, what, have you any players? Of course, you're you're like me, as we've mentioned, where um, we don't have our free hit chip. But is there differential players or anyone that you think are kind of essential or really good picks for game week 35? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's brilliant. Thanks, me and Dale. Um, we'll move on, lads, to the City Talks so or their next section of the show, which we wanted to talk about. Everyone is looking at City because with the very nice run in, um, especially with a delightful double in game week 37, Man City's are obviously, Man City players are obviously looking attractive. Um, for me, they should be safe for 35 due to that being the game where they'll parade the trophy in front of their own fans and they'll want to stomp all over Swansea on their way to that presentation. Um, however, after that, they play West Ham away, Huddersfield at home, Brighton at home, and Southampton away. Um, Mars, I'll come to you first on it. Um, I know John G. Um, Grifters was asking a question to do with City, and as was a lot of people, and it seems to be the talk of Twitter. 
Um, you were telling us before that Pep tends to rotate heavily once the title win is achieved. Do you feel that is likely to happen now that they have nothing to play for in Europe and are out of the FA Cup? And what players do you think can be trusted and which cannot be trusted? Yeah, the last one is a tough one, but let me start. Um, when I said Pep rotates um, after the league is won, that's when he's normally still in the Champions League. He's not anymore. So this could, you know, debunk everything. I've seen people say they want to go for the 100 points and break Chelsea's record, and uh, and he could do. But I also think, what other opportunity does he have to play the youngsters now with some of the old players? You know, why not? What, I, if I was him, I would want to see how Ford and Diaz and, all, and the other kids that they have, those promising kids that we keep hearing about, how do they do in premiership games where there's no pressure, but they still play? You know, I'm not saying he's going to go at uh, 11 youngsters, but I can see him throwing in a, a few. I agree with you, though. Not this game week. I think this game week is a party and he will put his strongest team out. Question, though, will they give them the league? I thought the league, they'll only give them the trophy at the last day. Not that it makes any difference, by the way. They're still going to go out there and have a party. Um, at their, you know, in front of their own uh, crowd, and um, absolutely go and you know put a show on. Trusted players, I think. Company will play. Being the captain, he will lead the team out because they just, you know, they're the winners. Um, apart from that, I really cannot. I can't put my finger on who he would. I can't sit here and tell you 100% this guy will play. I do think he'll put a strongest team out, and I've gone. All-out attack on City. Three attackers. I don't think it was necessary, Mars, for you to like pause when you were deciding whether to call them fans or a crowd or whatever like that. It's a little bit petty. I know they're not. They like they're not Anfield and they're not Liverpool no, fans. I, 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 no, they're doing their the best. Like they're doing their best. You know. I think they were pretty embarrassed by that thing on Twitter. Oh gosh, that oh, was that video. Oh, that was unbelievable. Did you know my, my favorite bit? Did you see the old men in the pub? Did you notice the that they were drinking, drinking water? water? Drinking water, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, I was in the, imagining my dad or someone like that being uh, put, being asked to to play to do that role in the pub, and he'd be gone. You must be joking. Uh, Peter, tell us what's your take on Man City assets? Um, is there any that you trust? Any of them that you're a bit nervous of? And um, maybe Gabriel Jesus, as Mars mentioned, with the Aguero injury. Jesus looks like he should be, you know, he should play a lot of minutes in these um, in these final game weeks. Yeah, well, I think I'm going to get him in in time for 37 because um, I saw today that Aguero's had a minor surgery, so he's out for basically the season now. So yeah, according to the site, I think the 29th, I think the 29th of um, April is um, his return date according to the FBL site. But I'll listen to see what Ben Dinnery comes up with um, tomorrow. We'll see what he says. Yeah, I think I think either way, I'm still going to get him in. I think he's worth giving him a go. Like, I think he's going to play most games now. And also, I think I think Sterling's going to play as well. I think he's like started the last six, and like, if he's going to keep getting assists and goals near enough every game, I think he's worth worth the risk. At, um, I think it's eight point seven. I think he's worth the risk mm. over someone else who might not play. I think yeah, those are the two that I'll, I'll get in for thirty seven. Yeah, you know one um, one thing that like I think that Bernardo Silva Gundogan, you know, I don't, that's not the way you pronounce his name, but um, I'll I'm, I'll do my Gundogan. best. Gundogan. 
Gundogan and Bernardo Silva, I think, will be two that will probably get a lot of minutes. Um, but as you mentioned, I mean, Jesus is the only the only fit forward, and you know he'll want to be playing his way into the Brazil team as well. Even for the you know he'll he'll he will get game time obviously for them, but um, he'll want to be going in there on on good form and you know showing what he can do. Um, especially with even Roberto Firmino doing so well um, down the road at Liverpool. He'll want to position. Mm, it is a tough one, but I think he's highly enough rated in Brazil that he probably will be okay. But he'll want himself to be going in with, um, you know, having scored a decent number of goals and kind of finished the season strong um, to get himself in there. But um, Dale, what's your think- thinking on the Man City assets? Um, who can we trust and who would you be feeling a bit apprehensive about? Um. Yeah, well, we've already mentioned Jesus, and yeah, I'm bringing him in as well. So, you know, uh, Dinnery said he expects Aguero to be out for about a month. So, I saw that earlier. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think Jesus is pretty safe bet. Um, I agree with Sterling, and I want Vincent Company. Um, that's what I want. But what I'd be looking at is. You only need to make five appearances if you need if you to win a Premier League medal. So I think that's that might play into the rotation question. Um, if a player's only got a couple of appearances, Pep might give him a give him a, a medal and just bring him on as a is sub it, or something. Is it five? I thought now it's up to the prem to the team. I, I, I it's a genuine question. Before uh, it was ten. And I think yeah, now, then it went I down think... to eight, and now, now according to Google, on my on what I've just googled, it's uh, five. So, okay, fair enough. Yeah. 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 The, um, no, one thing with, one, I think you're thinking of Mars is the Champions League, because I know Coutinho could, if Liverpool did manage to win the Champions League, which we are not going to jinx them by by uh, presuming anything, but it's uh, the if they, if they did win it, they get 40 medals and the manager then can decide who's going to get them. So he could give them to, like, um, he, it's basically up to them to decide how many matches. He's above a minimum that they'd look at, but um, it is up to the manager to decide that. But I think with the Premier League, it is a certain number, and I'll take Dale's word for it that it's five. Um, I'm just going to look at... Are they pulling a semi-final? Yep, they are, Dale, yeah. So... Uh, Glad to bring you that breaking news tonight, yeah. <laughs> Just to round up on City, there's, there, there are a couple of players that I'll, I'll be wary of, and that's uh, Laporte and um, Otamendi, because you don't know who's, who he's going to pick. I have a feeling he wants to ease Laporte in for, for next season. I agree, well, I said at the beginning, and I agree with Dale about company uh, being the captain. I think he'll be there. Um, it's just you know there's too many options at centre back. You've got Stones as well, so that that's a lottery. I mean the safest bet is probably Edison, but that's quite boring. Just go fullback, um, go Benjamin Mendy. He's back. Yeah, yeah but that's what I was... well, Mendy will play. Mendy will play. It's just you know what I'm hoping to do. I'm, my plan would be obviously I've, I've got free hit on 35. See what he does in 36, and then bring in the 37. But I know that I'm not going to be to be able to resist not bringing any City players. For 36 either. So I'm just going to have to take a risk. I think with Man City's fixtures and Pep's like, like winning mentality and always wanting perfection, I think they're going to absolutely wallop teams who have switched off and on the beach. You know? it, 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 um, that, that, that fixture list is a dream. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
absolute dream, especially when they're going to get the, the uh, trophy as well. I think they'll want to put on a performance that game. I think in the last week he'll play his strongest team. Um, uh, the last home game, the, um, last home game in it. One thing, Dale, time? is um, you know when you mentioned there to do with appearances, I looked it up there while you were talking, and the Claudio Bravo has won sub appearance so far in the season. Now he could potentially get up to having enough to get a winner's medal if it is the five five games um, or five appearances. The other one then is Phil Foden, um, Brown Diaz, and Benjamin Mendy. Mendy only needs one more to qualify. Um, then you have obviously one one person actually that stands out to me here is of course Yaya Torre. I can see Pep potentially giving him a little bit of a swan song um, to to his city career, that potentially to have a couple of appearances. And we all know how good he can be if he actually does get game time. I haven't seen what sort of state he's in, what sort of condition he's in at all. But but it would be interesting to see. Play? He has played seven substitute appearances. Mm. Um, but the but. Bravo, because Ederson is one that's um, interesting. I have him in my draft team now. I haven't had him as my um, as my FBL goalkeeper all season, but I'm just wondering about that. Bravo, if he, like to get the league is won, Pep obviously does trust Bravo as much as he's not as good as Ederson. But um, yeah, that could be an interesting true. one. That uh, it could be a bit of a painful one for Ederson owners if mm-hmm. if he did do that. But good I shot, wouldn't be yeah. able to pass him. Um, but uh, Phil Foden then and Diaz and Mendy would be the other ones that that potentially could be um, the Pep could be looking to get them them winners medals. Um, that's brilliant, fellas. Um, I think we've covered off the city options enough, but um, the uh, and hopefully our listeners have have gotten some value from it. Um, we'll move on to the listener questions. So um, we're going to do these quick fire. Um, I'll come to you maybe first on it. Um, Dale of this one here was from Richard Skeen and um, Lonesome Pundit is his handle. He was asking, how do you guys cope mentally with bad weeks? Um, do you switch off, ignore it, break some plates, get blind drunk? And uh, do we all take it a little bit too seriously? So Dale, what's um, your answer to that? <laughs> well, if you didn't see it, it's uh, I drink through the highs and I drink through the lows. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing we do is get on the the Three Amigos podcast and we we talk our way through it. <laughs> Marzi, next one up for you, Mctavius at Mctavius, um, was asking. I am planning to use a free hit in game week thirty five, but when he looked at his team, he has nine available players and two free transfers, so now he's no real need for the chip. Um, with his bench boost in 37, would he, would you free hit in 36 or just have an end of season bash for the final games in 38? And um, bearing in mind his rank is a uh, 30 or 1,370,000. So, uh, the rank isn't really an issue. Um, I personally said to him, I think he should have a final, a bash in the game week 38, have a good bit of fun with it and kind of pick a team of Phil Foden's and, uh, <laughs> and Marcus Rashford's and so on to kind of just finish it off with a bang. Yeah, I'm just going to disagree with you for the sake of it. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I I agree. Uh, if his team is set up for 35, then most likely it's also looking okay for 36. I wouldn't free hit in 36, free hit in 38 and have fun. So last game of the season, hopefully by then you will see the, uh, you know, what, what Pep is doing with City. Yeah, have a bit of crack. 
Um, next one, Peter will give to you, which is uh, Stephen Toomey at six goal. He was saying he's no free hit remaining, and with his free transfer, is nine starters going to be competitive for blank game with 35? His lineup is, and I'll give this to you so you can get a kind of an idea of if you think this is going to be strong enough. He has Pickford, Loudon, Dummett, Van Dyke, Milohajevic, uh, Silva, Salah, Captain, and Tucson. So do you think, will that be a strong enough? That's his eight so far. So presume he could add um, maybe Zaha or, mind you, he already has Milo. But um, if he if he added one player to that, do you think is that going to be strong enough for 35 or do you think he possibly needs to look at hits? Uh, I think the worry is maybe Van Dijk and Seller, if they're going to get rested. I suppose at the mm-hmm. moment he's got to wait to try and hear something from uh, Anfield Express, see if they're going to leak the lineup. I think uh, Van Dyke's pretty set in there because Liverpool pretty short at the back with Matip out for the season and Lovren struggling as well. Yeah, I think he's um, one one issue that Stephen might have is um, if if Salah is rested, um, who would he actually put his vice captaincy on? Um, because if you're looking at that team there, Manchester Silva potentially, I guess, could be um, could be a good one, but um, it'll be a bit of a risky pick. Um, so that potentially, if if Salah was um, Salah was rested, he could be looking at a little bit of a weak team. If he could um, get Abamyang, yeah. Abamyang, Jesus, he would be alright, I think. Yeah, yeah, that'd be true. Um, the uh, alright, brilliant stuff, Peter. Thanks, Minion. Um, Mars, come to you on the next one. Zare Petkov um, at p underscore Zare. He didn't hit the save after triple captaining Sanchez, which now seems like a good thing. Um, would you move the triple captainship for 37 or stick with the planned bench boost that game week and then just use his his triple captainship on a random game week for Mo, Mo Salah? Interesting. Um, I've seen a lot of people giving Salah the shout for a triple captain in 38. Why not? Liverpool have got Brighton at home. Last game of the season... Swan just song. before the Champions League final. Well, there's there's enough. Then hey, we just said we're not going to jinx them. <laughs> um, I I would say, listen, if you have a good bench for 36, the bench, yeah, I mean, listen, bench boost actually, bench boost is overrated, and I agree with people when they say that because what you end up having is a, you try and invest so much in the big double game week players that you have a weak bench. Which is what I try to do differently this 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 season. If you have a good bench in 36, go for bench boost. Although then, oh, but it depends on your plan for 37. If you had a good bench for 37, I would say play the triple captain on on Salah. So really depends. Look at your team and say to yourself, is this bench good enough? Are they all going to play? especially if they single game if it's in a single game week you want them all to play and you think there's points or clean sheets there if not I would say stick with 37 and lump the triple captain on Salah on 38 um, Alistair Thompson at Ali Thompson 71 was asking Dale I'll give this one to you um, he'd be interested in our opinion on goalkeeper and defensive choice as most folk would choose from City or Liverpool Aubameyang Zaha and Arnie mids or attackers so um, what kind of goalkeeper defensive choices would you be looking at for 35 though? Uh, you could take a punt on maybe West Brom finding some form now that Padua's gone and you know they've just got a result at Old Trafford 
Um, and maybe Palace. Probably be risky what? against Liverpool, wouldn't it? It would be. A... <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up my anti-Liverpool uh, track. You're trying to show. You're trying to prove that you're not a fan. Yeah, but no. On a serious note, I'd go. With, I'd probably take a gamble on Palace. Watford have been horrendous. Um, since the more or less confirmed the safety, they are they are scoring goals. Um, so I'd be looking at Palace. Aside from that, I mean. Burnley, they've been a great budget option for defence all season, but lately they they do keep conceding lately, don't they? Um, so I mean Stoke need need a result, and it's a, it is a tricky game away at Stoke. But yeah, they they'd be the two. If I was looking for budget options, I'd be looking at Palace and Burnley. The the one yeah, thing I'll way. just add to that. The one thing I'd add to that, a lot of non-free hit teams have Burnley players. So free hitters need to be careful and have some cover. If Burnley do turn up and you don't have any Burnley players, then the non-free hitters have got an advantage on you. This is what I'm, for me, as a free hitter, I'm thinking, I don't want, I don't want free Burnley players, but I want some cover, especially in defence, in case they keep that clean sheet. And that's where the man Kevin Long comes in. Just, just a man. Our man, Kevin Long, yep. Next up for you, Peter, is Jonathan Strack. So Jay Strack 1 was asking um, Stuart Salah, um, do you think there's a chance Klopp may rest Salah with the midweek Champions League next week? So um, what's what's your, if you if you're, you don't know are you a betting man, but what odds would you give on Salah not playing um, at the weekend? I think he's definitely going to play this uh I think I think if Liverpool go two three up, he'll, he's going to come off quite early. But if there's a chance that he's not going to play at all, well for me I've got three hits, so I'll probably take him out for someone like De Bruyne. But I think he's definitely going to play. So that's nothing the whole game. Yeah, the Anfield Express, as you mentioned, I think everyone will be definitely clued in to um to to watch his uh, his tweet or his or her tweet on uh on Friday to see if uh, if we hear if if Salah's going to be rested or not. He's been pretty much dependable all season to find out uh, the lineup. I don't know how he does it, but um, it will be definitely used a lot in in 35. Um, let's let's move on to the captain picks. Um, and Peter, I'll explain it to you. I don't know you. I'm sure you're familiar as a regular listener, but um, the Barlow and Baldwin captain picks. So the Barlow Barlow is your your boring safe captain pick, and your Baldwin is your risky differential captain choice. Um, who are you going to go for in 35? What's your uh, what's your captain choices as it stands right now with your free hit team? At the moment, I've got Chase uh, down as captain. But he'd probably be count as your Barlow captain pick. If you were looking at your team as it stands right now and you wanted to kind of say Saturday morning you're feeling a bit frisky, who would you go for as a risky pick? Um, Zaha. Zaha, yeah, he's been on fire. Great returns from a single game week player in a double game week. It's lovely when uh, when uh, when he when he comes together like that. I had him, but uh, I don't know. Had you Zaha in your um, in your regular team, or is he uh, uh, Milosevic maybe instead? No, I've, I've had none. I, I kept meaning to get one of them in, but just had other issues, other other pressing concerns. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dale, come to you next on it. Um, give me your Baldwin and give me your Barlow. Uh, my Barlow would probably be Jesus. 
Um, you know, that Swansea defence looks tasty. Um, so, yeah, I'd be going with Jesus. And my, my Baldwin pick, it's an hard one this week because my team's quite, my big names are decimated. And mm, I'm trying to look who I might bring in on a transfer. I thought I you would. said you set up and you have eleven players and you don't need to do any transfers. Yeah, but I, I did say my front line is lacking because I've only got Chris Wood, so I would I would probably use my transfer. I have got eleven players, but it doesn't mean I want to play them eleven players. My ask off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I've got eleven players. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't even pick one. Do you know what? I'll go Lacazette. I'll go Lacazette for my Baldwin because. Um, he needs game time because he needs to keep a match out, match out for the Europa League, doesn't he? So I'll go with Lacazette. Good shout. Good shout. Yeah, good shout indeed. Uh, Marzi, who are you going to go for? Uh, I'll go Boomerang. I agree with Jesus, but I'll go something different. Boomerang is going to be in everybody's team. So he'll be my, uh, my Barlow. My Baldwin, give you a couple just because I'm feeling nice. Uh, Mili, Mili, from uh, Palace, just because Zaha's going to get more penalties or free kicks. So between the two, I would decide to go with Mili. Now Zaha will probably outscore him. And then the other one is Seamus Coleman. Yeah, not feeling that one, Merz. No, he's been quite close the last few games. One free hit, one one game punt, why not? Newcastle are, are safe. Ah, but I could be wrong. You know, one thing actually, lads, let's, let's divert slightly away from, um, from the end of the show because I want, one thing you, you, we mentioned and Jesus is the name we've spoken about a good bit. But for people who don't have, because very few people, well, very few people comparatively of active owners had Aguero in their team, uh, where it'd be a simple sideways move. But how would you actually fit Jesus into your team? Because Aubameyang looks like he's pretty much essential for the running. Harry Kane looks like he's pretty much essential for the running. So um, Jesus alongside him is a very expensive front three. Um, would you like, is is there anyone that would be thinking like Jesus with the Aguero injury that Jesus moves ahead of either of those in the pecking order or would you prefer to have both of those? Um, I'm actually, I think I'm going to gamble and take Kane out. I know that's like a massive statement. Um, but I thought he looked tired tonight. Um, he's played nearly every game this season and I think he's looking a bit jaded. He's, he wants the goals. He's looking, he's looking frustrated. He, you know, he, he's gonna, he's trying to, he's taking shots at the play, you know, that he probably won't take. And yeah, I think I'm going to gamble, you know, I know his fixtures in 37 are amazing, but I can see Laurent getting games. Um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna gamble and take Kane out, and and use and then it gives me two million to use elsewhere as well. And I know I've, probably everyone will deride me for it, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you don't care. Um, Mars, what do you reckon? Um, Mars is not uh, shocked by my answer. He, he can't even speak. No, no, you, you know what? Like, uh, whatever I say is gonna be like, oh, he's digging. But if you're not, if you're not, if you're far behind, you need to take risks. Taking Kena is a risk. But, you, you know, you make a... Listen, he got one goal in two games and the last double game week he blanked. So, yes, we're all dreaming of the triple captain on 
Kane, but if they go through in the cup, then they've got something else on their mind. And he's, uh, you know, getting over an ankle is not easy. And I watched him in the first game. He didn't, he, he didn't even touch the ball in, in this game week. So it's, it's, yeah, it's out there, of course, because a lot of people want Kane and a lot of people have him. But if you want, if you're chasing of, you know, you want to move up, then you need to make risks. Um, at the moment, uh, it's easy for, I mean, easier for me. Rashford is going. Uh, thank you very much for allowing me to have Boomerang. And if you score tomorrow, it'll be nice. But then he's going anyway. So probably Jesus will come in for him. And then it's a decision for me between uh, sticking with Vardy, who's been consistent, or going Boomerang. So I'll see. I might want to concentrate on City and keep my team as it is. So, uh, you know, li- listen, Boomerang is a good player. Is he going to... Sc- looking at their fixtures, I think both of their fixtures are away, if I remember correctly. Um you know, Vardy, Boomerang, not much difference between them. So I'm not concentrating on bringing City players in. That's an amazing budget you have, Mars, considering you're thinking of moving Rashford to Jesus and uh, moving well, Vardy to Boomerang. Well, you know, that it's, Mar- it's amazing. Marcus, I, I, uh, hey, 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 Marcus Alonso <laughs> goes. Marcus Alonso goes to a four mil. Yeah, if you just if you just listen to us for a long time, as we were saying, and Dale was ranting about Chelsea, get rid of them all. You should have listened to him. You would have said hey, he's still got he, he's still he, he's still got an assist. Can't complain. I'm uh, one really... assist in about seven game weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dale, Dale, he has to prove that he's right. So the, that assist, he will. He's got a plaque done up, and he's putting it up in the office to say about. I need to prove season. nothing. I just look at my team rank and laugh. <laughs> Peter, what's your story with um, Jesus? What sacrifices, or is is Jesus? He's is he? Um, he's going to be a plan after game week thirty five. Who were you kind of thinking as your ideal front three uh, for the running? Well, at the moment, I'm got um, Austin, Kane, and Lukaku. So I'm definitely going to lose Lukaku for Jesus and. I think it depends on the FA Cup and the game against Watford, how Kane plays. Because I've watched his last three and he's looked, and he's not looked great. So if he carries on that way, I'll take him out for Aubameyang. It's, it's yeah. worth the risk. Like, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to keep him just for 37 triple captain if he's not going to do anything with it. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people can be looking a little bit too far ahead and uh, holding on to him for 37, even if there look like better options between now and then. Um, brilliant. Thanks a million, Peter. That's all we have time for tonight on the Three Amigos FBL show. Thanks a million to this week's honorary amigo, Peter, who you should all follow at Peter V. Gray. Thanks to you for listening, uh, sharing and liking the pod. Get following our group Twitter account at Three Amigos FBL. Mars at Mars05. Dale at Chef Dale H. And myself at FBL Marco. Best of luck in Game Week 35. Booyah. Brave amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo.